are in a city for you podcast. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for being excited about me asking you to be in my podcast. Thank you so much for that invitation. Of course. We are here in the middle of fields, like somewhere south of Södertälje in Sweden at this blues festival. Both volunteering, both just found some time to have a recording. Just in between the duties. Yeah, (laughs) ideal and dancing and everything. (laughs) But we can talk more about that later on. All right. I know only a little bit about you and the listeners know even less, so you can introduce yourself and then we start with the questions. Um, great. So my name is Lisa Vieta. I was born in Belarus and I spent the biggest part of my life in two Belarusian cities, mm-hmm. Mogilov, that's where I was born, and then Minsk, the capital mm-hmm. of Belarus. Mm-hmm. And um, afterwards, I lived for a little bit in Zurich, um, mm-hmm. then also in Stuttgart, that's south, uh, southwest of Germany. Mm-hmm. And for the past year and a half I've been living in Berlin, mm-hmm. which yeah. I'm very glad about. Okay, <laughs> nice. Good to know and nice that you kind of explained where you've been living before. <laughs> and uh, you've been in Sweden several times while well, just no. visiting. No, uh, that's, that's actually my first time in uh-huh. Sweden. Okay, and I caught you here. Exactly, yes. <laughs> nice. Again, because often I'm talking to people who have lived in Sweden. Okay. Because I record episodes on their life, but... You are this unique exemplar. (laughs) We're just visiting for a bit. Okay. The first question to you. What is a city for you? What is a city? Ooh, don't get me started with definitions. I think as a mathematician, I take definitions very seriously. Okay, interesting. Let me just think a bit. Um, I think it's first and foremost for me... uh, social hub Mm -hmm. where people can uh, in a very efficient way live together Mm -hmm. um, cooperate um, co-create on the very basic level like i don't know satisfying the um, very very basic needs but also um, on a more creative level like really exchange grant new ideas Mm -hmm. um, both in scientific but also artistic sense Mm -hmm. yeah so that's what city is for me. I think, first of all, it's a very important social yeah. phenomenon. Interesting. Okay, thank you for your answer. Yeah, it was not a definition, it was more like what you feel to it, so I think it was very nice. Second question is, what are you for the city? What am I for the city? Yeah. Oh, questions are only getting more difficult. <laughs> but um, you can also think split in different cities because maybe you mm-hmm. had different roles in different cities or different periods of your life. Yeah. So the first city, the city where I was born, Mogilov, was definitely doing way more for me than I was okay. doing for that city because, mm-hmm. oh well, I was a very small child, right? Mm-hmm. So I was basically just using all the social mm-hmm. benefits. Yeah. Um, well, then in Minsk, I was already a university student, mm-hmm. uh, so I think I started giving back something, at least. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mostly I was involved in teaching, mm-hmm. but then also studying. Yeah. And uh, I guess now that I'm doing my PhD in Berlin, mm-hmm. I feel even more 
connected to the mm. city in terms of contributing, at least mm-hmm. trying to contribute yeah. mm-hmm. something to the scientific developments mm-hmm. happening in that city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess I feel like I'm trying to be trying to become mm-hmm. uh, an active member, an active part mm-hmm. of this whole scientific movement happening in this city. Yeah. Interesting. But also what you mentioned about uh, when you were a child that you felt you were just taken from the city. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Yeah, it makes sense. But at the same time, I think a lot of people maybe stay more in their family bubble or whatever when they're mm-hmm. children or friends bubble, whatever it is. And then when they grow up, then they kind of use more the city. I don't know. They use more streets. They consume more products. They throw <sighs> okay. away more things. Maybe they go more to their cafes and they kind of yeah. give something with the money but they consume and as a child maybe it's less of an impact mm, but I don't know what you think that's a very interesting but I think I was yet again thinking more of the social benefits mm-hmm. yeah like okay. kindergarten right okay. very basic mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. Yeah. or yeah what else some some public um, sport places mm-hmm. for children you know so this kind of things I yeah thinking of. okay nice no makes sense but okay. thank you for your comment. Mm. No, I feel better about this period. Yeah. <laughs> you should not feel bad for this period or whatever. Mm. But yeah, interesting point. Next question. How does artificial lighting of a night city affect you? Oh, that's a great question. Mm, thank you. The first way would be just a very practical level. So I used to come home very late in the night after some school activities and also, mm-hmm. well, dancing activities, mm-hmm. yeah. late night dancing classes, right? Yeah. And then the area where I used to live was very, very poor lit. And uh, I, I think I was always asking one of my parents to pick me up or, uh, yeah, maybe we just walk with some friend of mine mm-hmm. because, again, it felt not that safe. Mm-hmm. Was it in Minsk already? Uh, yes, that mm-hmm. was in Minsk already. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now people might get wrong impression of Minsk. It, it's no. really, it's just mm-hmm. the area where I lived. Yeah, or it's, it's your perception of it. Oh, it's my perception of it, exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. It doesn't have to say much about the city itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, very much. I mean, I'm generally easily scared of things so I guess okay. working mm-hmm. uh, working, yeah, walking working yeah. and walking somewhere where the lighting is mm-hmm. not uh, that bright mm-hmm. scared me maybe a, a bit no, mm-hmm. interesting but now I just had a reaction question to this here when we are not in the city we're outside there are like tents and small little houses and when you are going in the evening from this dance house. Yeah. Do you feel super safe or do you feel also a bit like uncertain? Oh, uh, here I actually feel super safe, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, well, I guess what makes a big difference is that we are so much isolated, right? Yeah. From the mm-hmm. rest of the world. Yeah. And you kind of, you know people who are around. Exactly, That's yes. It. You know all the faces, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Interesting, because is it something that would make you feel safer if you would know more people going around in Minsk? Or if it was a smaller scale city? Yeah, I guess the scale really changes Mm. a lot, right? Mm. Because especially when it comes to lighting, it's, I mean, little lighting is enough for us to maybe recognize a face. Yeah. 
if we know the face. But if we don't, then maybe it's just you, you need you want to see more of a face. Like, is it a smiling face? Is it a mm. creepy, weird face? Like, exactly. What it appears to you, at least. So maybe that's why it's easy if you know the person. You can even recognize the way of walking. It, right. And yes. then the moonlight is enough to see it. Maybe. Yeah, mm. that's, a, that's a very good point. And mm. right, when it's dark and we do not really know the face, I think if we're in some bad mood, for mm-hmm. example, our mind could easily imagine yeah. something bad. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, that's good to mention. It's very subjective, but also dependent on the time, what happened yeah. before, what you're going to do. Exactly. But oh wow, now it doesn't sound that positive yet. So mm. I just wanted to add another point. Yeah. <laughs> then I moved to another part of the city. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh well, I was also in kind of living independently, Mm -hmm. studying, but I was still dancing, right? Mm -hmm. And those late evening classes were still happening. Mm -hmm. But the difference was the streets were so beautiful, with so, Mm -hmm. so many uh, lots of different colors. Some of them warmer, some of them colder. And those late night walks became actually one of my favorite parts of the day. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. It was nothing, I don't know, not, nothing particularly gorgeous, but somehow mm. it was just enough to create um, this very chill mood. I would just walk down the street with maybe some radio in my ears, mm-hmm. radio music. If those streets happened to be very deserted, mm-hmm. I would just have this feeling like, oh, well, even though it's only me walking down the street the mm-hmm. lights are still working there for me yeah and just for you just for me yes yeah. mm-hmm. that was somehow a very nice healing okay interesting yeah could have been mentioned mm-hmm. and now you've been living for a bit more than a year in berlin yes. how do you feel about lighting at night mm-hmm. there um, i think as any other question related to berlin it all depends on the area, right, okay. so where yeah. you live. Um, mm-hmm. Berlin is really like such a patchwork mm-hmm. city mm-hmm. Okay. when it comes to lighting as, as well. well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the area where I live is a bit like, I don't know, it has a reputation of being an area for very rich people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, you know, rich retired people mm-hmm. or not necessarily retired. Yeah. And I'm not sure whether it's because of that, but the fact is... Mm-hmm. In, yeah, the lighting is really great, even yeah. uh, in the very deserted parts of the area, like almost on the border okay. of Berlin, you know, mm-hmm. um, around some lakes, um, uh-huh. next to some subway stations, which are mm-hmm. not really actively used by many people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think in some other areas of Berlin, the situation is a bit Course, but yeah. I'm just enjoying the benefits of living yeah. in Zellendorf. That's yeah. the name of the area. Again? At Zellendorf. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I was in Berlin once and I think I got a very different impression of it because the places where I was going were, I think, kind of on the opposite side. All right. I, we, I was there with a friend of mine who's from Istanbul. There's a Turkish band playing somewhere, and we went there. Okay, great. Because she wants to listen to them live, and then went there, and it was this very edgy, rough neighborhood. It felt I mean, cool and nice, yeah, but it didn't feel particularly 
I know, well uh, looked after mm. and super like, safe. I mean, it felt safe, but not like, oh, I want to stay here and just enjoy the walk. It was a bit like, <laughs> nice, there are a lot of cool, crazy people around, and it's fun, but mm. it's not like, hmm, calming, no. <laughs> I see, I, I'm very curious, do you maybe happen to remember the name of the area? Or oh, where no. was it, like on the map, a bit to the east, or...? I think it was to the east. I think we were traveling like a bit far to the east because yeah. we were staying on the other side. But I really don't remember the name of the area. But I can get back to you if I remember. Yes, I, I would be curious. Yeah. <laughs> I maybe have it written down somewhere. Yeah. Cool. Mm. You will hear the question from the previous guest now. If you could choose a city with the best languages of artificial lights, what would it be? Somehow Zurich comes first to my mind, mm -hmm. and then even though I gave it more thought, it still remains with Zurich. Okay, my preference. Yeah. yeah. I have to say that I might be very much biased because that was the first uh, city outside of Belarus where yeah. I lived. Yeah. So of course, the emotional component. Maybe it's still there. But mm -hmm. yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I I guess I just felt that they were really making use. Making use of the surroundings really well when they were choosing the type of lighting mm -hmm. to use. Mm -hmm. uh, like it was very different. For example, next to the lake, it was one kind of lighting, right? one kind of color, mm -hmm. one kind of the constructions. Mm -hmm. And then it somehow really played well with yeah. the water surface. Mm -hmm. Then maybe in some tiny streets um mm -hmm. it was a different kind of lighting mm -hmm. uh, again sometimes just oh i'm not sure how that's called when you just have lamps kind of uh hanging in the middle of the street on some sort of cable I'm like hanging sure. lights whatever. Just, just hanging mm -hmm. lights yeah mm -hmm. for some streets and for, for other streets um something else maybe for very cozy streets uh, in the old town mm. it would be um, something just like lamps on the walls of the mm -hmm. building so I know I, I just felt that the choices were really clever they, mm -hmm. they did not go with just I don't know some uniform style yeah. of lighting for the whole city mm -hmm. but were really taking mm. account, in into account the surroundings interesting yeah, it was not a random choice. It was a like, thought. Some exactly, thought. yeah, that's how it felt. Yeah, some thought that went into it. Hmm. But also, I'm impressed that you remember these details. I hope I remember it correctly. Even if you don't, it's amazing <laughs> to thought about it. But that's how I say it in my memory, yeah. at least. Yeah. Because I think it's there are so many details in the city, and we tend to focus on some elements and not the others. And usually lighting is not the first thing people think about or remember. Mm. So I'm I'm very impressed to hear that <laughs> explain, description. Oh well, it, it it might be that ultimately it's uh, some image. Um, I don't know some fusion of yeah. the images of different cities. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. but <laughs> described and explained well. Now it is your turn to ask a question to the next guest. Right. Um, so my question would be, imagine that you can pick two places in your city, oh, maybe not in your city, in any city that you fancy, mm -hmm. 
one of those places, maybe some sort of touristic attraction or something else where there's really, really lots of lighting. And another spot hidden in the darkness. Maybe you feel that this second spot uh, deserves a little bit more attention. Then you have this power to redirect the resources and instead of spending lots of well, energy and whatnot mm -hmm. for the first place, you can um, somehow concentrate on this second spot instead. So what would those two places be? Mm -hmm. Interesting. So you are asking for a person to choose these two spots where yes. they would prefer to kind of dim down the lights from one yeah. and then really make it a bit brighter on the other one. On the other one, yeah. Interesting. I like the question. I really <laughs> like the format of it. It's not very typical and I, I really like it. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fun. Okay. And if you don't have any other last thoughts that you want to mention? Not the thoughts really, but I just yeah. wanted to say thank you so much mm. for all the questions because thank you. Yeah, I don't think I ever thought of it that way. Mm. And um, it's just really nice to sit down and for a second appreciate mm. all the work that is being put by so many people, mm. I would guess, right? Into yeah. making our cities mm. uh, accessible also during the night time. Yeah, and beautiful, and mm. I don't know, inspiring during the night time. So yeah. thank you so much mm. for the questions, for the talk. Thank you, of course. But also, I want to add that you were mentioning in the beginning that for you, city is a social hub, mm. and for this, it is even the existence of these people. So existence of you in the city makes it something else, something more for others. So you can take this appreciation back to yourself as well, if you. I think things Thank like you. that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for being part of a city for you. If you want to carry on the discussion, feel free to join for the next episode that will be coming out. You can also follow the project on Instagram, Facebook and Telegram. Enjoy a city for you.